This is Charles. Welcome to the River Zoom Sunday service. Please be sure to stay after the sermon to interact with me and others in the church. It will be great to say hi. So today is my first sermon as I step back in as the lead pastor at the river. As such, I thought this would be a good time to talk about the vision of the church, the direction we are headed. What is at the core of our community? There are seven foundational convictions at the river. First, we are deeply biblical. Everything I preach will be out of deep biblical convictions. This does not mean that we follow every letter of the law in the Bible. We would have to execute people who enjoy rare steak. But there are deep biblical convictions and principles that flow from the heart of God consistently from the first to the last page of the Bible. These principles are unchanging guide to our life and faith at the river. Especially, there is one guiding principle, unconditional love. The Bible tells us the commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandments are summed up in this one decree. Unconditionally love your neighbor as yourself. Unconditional love does no wrong to its neighbor. Therefore, unconditional love is the fulfillment of the law. Romans chapter 13, 9 and 10. I love this passage. This tells us what to do when outdated biblical commands no longer represent the heart of God. Because times change. I mean, kill those who eat rare steak? Make the slaves obey you? Women are to be treated like they are children? There are biblical commands that are out of its own time that do not satisfy the test of unconditional love. And we must not follow them. To follow them, just because the Bible says so, would be disobeying the Bible and breaking the heart of God. More on this later, but we will be consistently, deeply biblical in everything we teach and preach. Second, spiritually powerful. We believe in the living God. We are not following a God who is dead, or practically dead, who gave us the Bible and disappeared. God can be experienced today in everyday life. That's the role of the Holy Spirit, one who walks alongside us. That's the literal name of the Holy Spirit. God walks with us in daily life. God is not dead. Therefore, Faith must not be just a mental and moral exercise, but faith is to be experienced, to be lived out. Connection with the living God has the power to change hearts and lives.
Third, emotional health. We believe the fall of humanity as described in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 3. It describes the rejection of the self as the first step towards hell on earth. Contrary to popular imagination, the first result of the fall of humanity is when Adam and Eve feel compelled to cover themselves up. Before the fall, they could see themselves naked, transparent, fully in the face, and they liked what they saw. They could embrace who they are as they are. But now, after the fall, they see all kinds of inadequacies and flaws that must be covered up. They reject who they are as they are when they cover themselves up. Thus begins hell on earth. Therefore, we believe self-rejection and emotional health to be of prime importance in our pursuit of faith. More on this later, but for today, I just want to say we want to be motivated by joy and freedom rather than fear, guilt, and shame, which may produce better behavior in the short term, but ultimately feeds into the tree of knowledge of good and evil or right and wrong, which is the original sin according to the Bible. Therefore, using judgments, exclusions, shame, and pressure tactics merely to produce better behavior, that will lead to nothing good in the long run. It's foolish. It's antithetical to the gospel. Of course, we want to encourage good behavior, service, success, but that's because we want to, not because we have to. We love the gospel that brings freedom and emotional health. Fourth conviction we have, authentic connection. We believe connection brings heaven and alienation brings hell. Genesis chapter 3 further describes the fall of humanity as complete alienation in every dimension caused by judging and rejecting of self, others, and God. Adam and Eve, representing humanity, not only reject their naked self, they hide from God and reject each other. Adam says, the woman you put here with me caused all the problems. Do you see the blame and judgment towards God and other human beings? The woman you put here with me. She caused all the problems. That one sentence captures beginning of hell on earth. So, we believe the work of faith is to reverse alienation and encourage authentic connection to the self, to others, and to God and reality. Because that is what the cross accomplishes. That's why we strive to be a faith community that's not just focused on individual piety, but genuinely connected community as we pursue connection to self and God. Fifth, practical. We don't want to give you just theories and moral lectures. We want to see faith 
in practice, faith in motion. Right theology, great theology, should be eminently practical, that bears good fruit. That's why we try to give you practical suggestions in every sermon we preach. Because the Bible says, faith that is not put into practice is dead. Sixth, we believe gospel is good news for everyone all the time. Gospel as currently understood is too often bad news for too many people because church at large is too focused on justice and righteousness and judgment of God. It creates us versus them mentality. It is used to justify cruel exclusions. We must not forget that the cross welcomes all people. Jesus is good news to all people everywhere. Let's not forget we are to be known for unconditionally loving all human beings, not to be known for judging and hypocrisy as is the case today. On that note, and this is the most, most important point, we believe the gospel is all about unconditional grace and love. It is our foundational conviction. The Bible takes every opportunity to emphasize God is love. Love fulfills every requirement of the Bible. The Greek word for it is agape love. There are four different words for love in Greek. Philia, eros, stoji, and agape. Agape is unique in that it is unconditional love. That unconditional part is what makes the cross special. What is the message of the cross? God so loved the world and everyone in it that God sent Jesus to die on the cross to express to us the depth and the height of God's incomprehensible infinite love and acceptance to each and every one of us. No matter who we are, what our skin color is, what our achievements are, even whether we are righteous or unrighteous. That last part might be surprising to you. Aren't we supposed to pursue righteousness because God demands our righteous obedience? Haven't we, haven't we heard sermons after sermons like sinners in the hands of angry God which is the most famous sermon ever preached in America. Sermons that tell us again and again how we must be righteous in order to be blessed by God and get into heaven. But that's what the older son in the parable of the prodigal son believes and argues with God about how unjust God is because of the younger son who is really honestly a criminal jerk but God accepts and loves every human being without any discrimination without any condition God accepts all we make no distinction Bible tells us there is no Jew or Gentile free or slave man or woman for we are all one in Christ Jesus Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 
Human beings are so good at making these divisions. Man or woman, Jew or Gentile, free or slave, who's up, who's down, who's in, who's out. Especially in the age of social media, it's so easy to do. It's everywhere, from China to America, from India to Nazi Germany, from communist countries to Western Europe. Human beings have always divided and categorized people into worthy or unworthy, lovable and valuable or not so much, righteous and unrighteous. But when Jesus died on the cross for all people, regardless of gender, race, even beliefs like Jew or Gentile, in the time when the Bible was written, Jew or Gentile referred to believer or non-believer. Jesus died for all, even unrighteous, sinning unbelievers. The Bible makes specific mention of that. That caused a revolution in human history. Nobody before ever thought all human beings are equally and infinitely worthy as they are, without condition, just for being a human being made in the image of God. But what a good news. What a powerful declaration that can change everything about human life. If this faith really spread, so much can change from individual lives to our country at large. If we can embrace ourselves, God, and others without reservation, without discrimination, if we knew, just knew, deep in our hearts, this unshakable conviction that we are valuable, we are accepted, we are beloved, we are worthy in the eyes of God because of the blood of Christ. Even when we fail, even when we despair, we will not crumble. We will have the strength that rises up from deep inside our hearts to keep going because we are people of faith. We believe that the cross is the only solid rock we can build our self-identity on. We believe all other rock is sinking sand, whether that be skin color, education, success, wealth, fame, even righteousness or wisdom. Whatever we might pursue, Whatever anchor, whatever foundation we build our lives upon that makes us feel worthy in our own eyes, the faith in Christ demands, the cross demands that we let them all go in favor of God's agape love. You and I are worthy and valuable because of God's love. Because we are made in the image of God. That's what makes us worthy. If that conviction really touched upon every aspect of our lives, it would change everything from 
what drives our individual behaviors to how our society is organized. And this is why full inclusion is so integral to the gospel we preach. There is no outcast in our faith. There can be no group of people who can be treated like second-class citizens. That's why the women's issues, race issues, caste issues, LGBTQ issues, these are not side issues. It is connected to the fruit of the knowledge of good and bad, right and wrong, that creates insecurities and caste systems and in-groups and out-groups that stand against the message of the cross. If we really believed, God extended unconditional grace and love to all of us, even the unrighteous sinners. If that's the cross, then of course we have to fight the conditional mentality and structures so prevalent in our society, in our thinking, we must fight them. Our mission is clear. Our purpose is clear. We are to put every effort into believing and taking in the unconditional love and grace spoken by the cross and extended to everyone around us with words and deeds expanding the kingdom of God everywhere we go. Amen? I'm really, really excited to see our faith put into practice and experienced in our individual and community life. That's a big reason why I decided to step back in as the lead pastor. I want to see what it looks like to practice our faith. I want to see what such a faith community can accomplish. I hope you will be inspired to join in. Now I'm sure you will have questions. I would love to say hi, interact with you and other church people. So please stay around to chat with us in this Zoom Sunday service starting at 11.40. Thank you.